Tortoise. Hello, I'm Claudia and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the Prime Minister has won a crucial vote in Parliament on his government's plan to send some asylum seekers to Rwanda. What does it tell us about the state of the Conservative Party and the future of the Rwanda deal? That's after a short break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. After one ministerial resignation and lots of noise and frantic headlines... On Tuesday night, MPs finally cast their votes on Rishi Sunak's Rwanda deportation bill. The eyes to the right, 313. The nose to the left, 269. The new legislation is designed to address concerns that Rwanda isn't a safe country to send asylum seekers to and to prevent further legal challenges. This is how we will save lives at sea. This is how we will deter illegal migration. Rishi Sunak enjoys a majority of 56 in the Commons, so he shouldn't have had any problem getting it over the line. But in the run-up to the vote, Conservative MPs from the right of the party threatened to rebel because they wanted it to go further. They wanted it to close off all possible grounds of challenge under either national or international law. The bill provides a partial and incomplete solution to the problem of legal challenges in the UK courts being used as stratagems to delay or defeat the removal of illegal migrants to Rwanda. Government ministers went on the charm offensive. Here's Tortoise's political editor, Kat Nealon. On Monday, Westminster was buzzing in a way that it hasn't been for a long time. And the reason for that was because there were meetings being held by two different groups of Conservative MPs. Those on the right, a collection of of various different MPs from various different groups within the party, meeting to discuss their opposition to the Rwanda bill. And those in the centre meeting to discuss whether they could back it in order to keep the show on the road. The government was so worried about the prospect of losing that it dragged ministers back to Westminster to vote. Graham Stewart, the climate change minister, was hurriedly flown back from COP28 in Dubai, despite the fact that it was a really critical day in order to support the government. We also heard that MPs who had previously told the whips that they would be loyal were being summoned in to speak to the chief whip and given a grilling, even though they had already said they were going to vote with the government. But despite the strong words of would-be right-wing rebels, in the end, no Conservative MP actually ended up voting against it. Instead, 29 Tories abstained and the government won, with a comfortable majority of 44. Rishi Sunak will be breathing a sigh of relief. If he had have lost the vote, Rishi Sunak 
could have been facing a leadership challenge almost immediately and perhaps even a snap election if he had withdrawn the whip from the MPs who were threatening to block the bill then he may not even have a majority in which to govern it was a very high stakes day and one which he survived by the skin of his teeth so what does winning this vote mean for the future of the Rwanda policy and Rishi Sunak's premiership The government says its Rwanda scheme is designed to deter migrants from crossing the channel in small boats, something Rishi Sunak has made one of his key priorities. Now, of course, our Rwanda policy is just one part of our wider strategy to stop the boats. Last month, the Supreme Court ruled the scheme unlawful under domestic and international law because Rwanda isn't a safe third country. The Home Secretary's appeal is therefore dismissed. In response, Rishi Sunak sent his Home Secretary to Kigali to sign a new treaty with Rwanda and introduced this new bill. It was a move designed to double down on his bold and, some might say, unrealistic pledge to stop the small boats arriving on British shores. But it also exposed the deep divisions within the Conservative Party. Rishi Sunak now has to tread a very narrow path between two very disparate groups within the party. On the one side, you have the One Nation Caucus. That is perhaps the largest group within the Conservative Party, but not perhaps as unified as uh, some of the others. And they are the moderates. They dislike the bill as it stands, but are willing to back it in order to keep the show on the road and to support the Prime Minister. They see that as the bigger prize. However, On the right, you have multiple conservative factions. These five groups, the ERG, the NRG, the Common Sense Group, the New Conservatives and the Growth Group, make up what has been called the Five Families, an umbrella group of conservative MPs that are likely to put enormous pressure on the Prime Minister now. So does winning the Rwanda vote put an end to conservative infighting? That's after a short break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Rwanda legislation has passed its first parliamentary hurdle, but there is still a long way to go before it becomes law. And Rishi Sunak doesn't have a lot of room to manoeuvre. The Tory MPs who abstained say they only did so in order to toughen up the bill when they're able to make amendments to it in January. Here's leader of the right-wing faction, Marc Francois, speaking just after the vote. We had a meeting earlier this evening. We agreed that the Prime Minister had promised to tighten up the bill. We would take him at his word, so we didn't vote against tonight. We abstained, but on the very clear understanding that we would then table amendments to strengthen the bill in January. But those moderate One Nation MPs who backed the government say they will object to any amendments. Here's their leader, Damien Green. 
At the end of the day, the government got a majority of 44, which is pretty solid. There are plenty of governments who have gone through five-year terms uh, with majorities less than that. So I think this should give the government confidence and self-confidence to say, OK, we've got this more or less right, let's carry on. And here's Tortoise's Cat Nealon again. It's true to say that the right of the party is not the force it once was under Theresa May, who had a much smaller majority. So earlier this year, we saw them attempt to flex their muscles on a bill relating to Brexit. And it was a bit of a flop. Just 22 rebels uh, went against the government, which, given the size of majority he has, is nothing. However, the Rwanda bill is much more of a vexed issue because a lot of MPs see it as existential, either the flights take off and they have a chance of keeping their seats. Or, in some cases, the UK breaks international treaties and the traditional Tory vote collapses. The Tories have been 20 points behind Labour in the polls now for over a year. And many of them know, or at the least fear, that they will lose their seats. And that makes people do things that they might not otherwise consider. Rishi Sunak might have won the battle for now, but it seems all he's really done is postpone the pain until the bill returns to the Commons in January. And even if it does become law, it doesn't guarantee that flights to Rwanda will get off the ground. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written and mixed by Rebecca Moore. Tortoise. 